I'm so glad to be on here too because I didn't. First of all, I've never even been on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope as being like a new experience and then also being like being your podcast. I just mm-hmm. knew I like comfortable, you know what I mean? I wouldn't have to yeah. like sound like, you know, I, I'm always myself, but mm-hmm. I like really be myself. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. No, you know, we, we are, we fam, we've been fam since we were kids. So it's like, you know, I, I got you, um, you know, and um, now I, I feel like also like you are, you're very, um, very insightful and you, you have a voice and you, you need a place to, to put it and, you know, you put it in the music, but I also feel like, you know, just us doing this, like, that's just what this whole thing is about is like, you know, I want to make sure that the people around me have a voice and like, you know, I have a voice myself because, you know, I got a lot to say. You always, you got a lot to say. So it's like, you know, just create this space, man. You know, that's just all it is. It's great to create it, you know, with family. That's like the most powerful. Oh man, that we can no. talk about that because we, because we fam, we've been fam for forever since we were kids. So yes, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's old, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how's the um? How's the weather up there? Y'all, y'all got the cold weather coming in yet? Actually, it's not. It hasn't been too bad. Um, it's cold, but we haven't really gotten snow like that. You mm-hmm. know, it's all. January, so I'm surprised. Everybody's surprised around here because hmm. we used to know by like late November, so we chilling yeah. right now. Yeah, well, y'all, y'all must have brought it. You must have skipped y'all and, and came all the way down here to Atlanta because it's like 40, 30 degrees out right now. What? Yeah, we got crazy. Yeah, cause we got crazy weather because it's like it'd be like it'd be like it was like seventy five degrees. The high was like seventy five last week. And Christmas, yeah, Christmas it was like in the seventies, and then, um, and then it dropped to the dropped into the forties. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. That sounds like it sounds like the same how it was over here. It's just like mm-hmm. you know, the up north, so it's colder. But like Christmas, I think it was like fifty five, almost sixty degrees over here. Jeez, bro, I'm telling you, we were all like the hell, like the snow. <laughs> <laughs> it just melted in a day we're like damn yeah was, yeah yeah <laughs> i feel that i feel that but uh no also dude congratulations i saw it earlier today you got 500 plays in one day was that what oh was? yeah man it's hard it's hard like you know I, I go on my my stuff and i just see that and i'm like damn like you know i remember when i first started doing it mm-hmm. like you know what i mean First song I ever posted was with Dyer, you know, and yeah, that's and then now seeing like the growth, it's just like it's phenomenal. Like wow, it's, it's definitely it's definitely humbling too. You know, yeah. What I'm well, I also saw a thing um, on Twitter one day. It was about like just how much money um, artists make off of their off of their music on these streaming services, and I was like, yo, in in like five hundred a day. That's like that's not even like a that's not even like five dollars. That's like a dollar. That's insane to me. It's disgusting. <laughs> oh my god! And you're on. So you're on Spotify, Apple Music. You're on Title Two. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much. Um, I'm pretty much everywhere you, you get like stream music. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got you. Got you. So, I mean, we might as well jump into it because it's, it's the first thing that you. Uh, or last thing that you put out, um, 
Euphoria. Is it so? Is it an EP? Is it an LP? Is it is an album? What it, what is it? Man, um, so I, I put it out as an EP, but <clears throat> to me, I feel like it's more. It's just a short album, in my opinion. I could. I don't even want to categorize it as a as an EP because, yeah. like the the work and the the journey behind it, it's just it felt so much more powerful than any other projects I've done. You know, so. Hmm. And, it's more, it's more like an album. Yeah, yeah. How long did it take you to make it? Oof. Um, so, like I said in the project, I'm, I've been off for four years, so hey, mm. I really like started getting ideas for Euphoria maybe like uh, two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And then um, <clears throat> maybe like a, a year and change, that's when I like met the producer that's pretty much on it with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just got a closer connection with each other. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yo, why don't we just do a project together? Mm. Um, maybe, I would say like April or May of last year. That's when it wow. like really started getting the recording down. Yeah. Production. So it's like in total, I would say like two and a half years. It's just been mm-hmm. the Project's been laid out, yeah, yeah. And y'all, and y'all recorded for those two and a half years, or was it like recently, like this, like uh, mainly this year? Yeah, um, like yeah, like late twenty twenty one definitely was like okay, like now nah, I gotta uh, the beats are good, you know the the visions there, my journey. I honestly like my personal journey. I know what to say, yeah. So, Let's just get recording. I finished recording maybe in like three or four months. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's really dope. So I remember you were um you I remember you were gonna go on tour or try to do like, you know, just hit a couple of spots. Um mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that was 2019, 2020, um, where you had talked about that. And then I mean, I mean, I don't know what happened. I mean, you know, probably just life and stuff like that. But um, I know you do you, you've done a lot of shows up up. Um, up in north, when you, when you plan on coming down south, man, I'm planning on coming there when somebody tells me to come. That's ready, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like I am so ready to perform, to mm. do live everything, bro. Because I got that taste maybe two months ago. Wow, and I missed it. Like mm. it was just we. And I thought I would be rusty, bro. And I I, I killed it. I was like, so <laughs> came out of nowhere, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Just, and then I I just really thought about it. I was like, wow, it's just it's in me now. So I'm ready. You know, mm-hmm. I want I want to come down this year, definitely. And yeah. I want to do sh- I'm trying to get a bro, I got so much so many things to talk about with you because I got so many things on this vision that I want to, you know, make a reality mm. is on my mind sometimes, you know? It's a lot to think about at times. I'm going to get that tour going. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, and I know you feel that you have that 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 desire to and that passion, like you have, you, you got, it's just all this stuff that you got sitting on you and you want to just, you know, just let it out, just spread it out and just take all those things. And they just like, they're like, they're like, they're like kids to us, you know? They're like, they're like, we birth them. And we bring them out into the world. And, you know, I mean, that's how this podcast is. It's like, you know, you, you sit with it forever 
And then when you get to that point where it's like, you know what, all right, I'm going to throw this out there and I'm going to, you know, give this out to the world and stuff like that. So, I mean, I know, I know you've been big on that. Um, how, um, I want to ask you how, um, how, how did you guys get affected with the, with the pandemic? Um, especially, you know, as a, as an artist and as a performer, um, you know, and also like trying to collaborate with people, like how did it hit y'all hard up there in uh, PA? Yeah, it really did, man. I used to, I used to go to Philly like all the time, and then once like COVID came, because I was like, I was ready to start doing music and going to places and connecting with people, and then COVID hit 2020, uh, 2020. and I was like, wow, all right, well, that was a uh, a brick wall right there, <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, but it was cool. It was it was fine because like. I knew if I did that, I wouldn't be ready. I wasn't like completely ready to get back into it. So I feel like that was like, you know, God's timing and stuff. Yeah. But um, uh, a lot of people though, bro, like a lot of people I know, um, uh, families of people that I know, they've been going through it up here, man. Like we wow. lost, like our family actually lost our cousin last year for that wow. shit. Wow crazy bro and i and i just i'm just recovering from it like i caught it i caught it a a week and a half ago shoot you are yeah yeah you do um you lose your you lose your taste and smell yo it's it's crazy like when you hear people say that Mm -hmm. it's like it doesn't it's like you're sick for a few days you know when you're sick you, you you lose your your smell and stuff like that a little bit but then, like, after you start gaining your smell back and you can't really smell stuff, like, I got to go to my candles now and, like, put my face in this. <laughs> <laughs> It was, like, so, like, gradually. It just wasn't, like, out of nowhere, you know? Because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, today I'm smelling, like, you know, the, the stuff that I got in the crib, whatever. Yeah. And, and then the next day, I as fragrant, but I'm not really paying any mind to it. And then the next day, it's like, oh shit, I can't smell it at all. Like, yeah, what's going on? Yeah, I'm, I'm, ca- I'm better, bro. I, did, I don't know if you mind. <laughs> what? Do you you don't mind if I curse on the podcast? Hell no, you can go ahead. Let it let uh, it rip, man. Let that shit go. I've been doing that all day. <laughs> oh, <I did. laughs> no, man, you good? You good? You at home? Yeah. Um, right, no, you know, it's funny is that I got it. I caught it in um in August. I was um, just about to Yeah. Y'all yeah. were okay. Yeah, we now we good over here. Um um I think now my mom didn't catch it. Um I caught it. Um and what was so funny was that I got it in the way like the only way I would I would ever get COVID. Like I just I, I was in denial the whole time. And like, I was just like, I was like, no, I ain't got it. I don't have it. And like, I was, I was, you know, I was really trying to fight it too. Cause I was like, I ain't got that. I ain't got it. I'm good. I'm good. And I actually got the vaccine and mm-hmm. I had, and I had it and I didn't know. So um, you had it before you got the vaccine. Yeah. But I didn't know I had, I had COVID. I just got the vaccine. And then I found out I had COVID. Damn. Yeah. So I was literally like, yeah, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you good. You good. I, no, so I, so I basically just gave myself super COVID. Honestly, like <laughs> on that first day shot. Oh my god. Yeah, you probably were feeling it, man. Well, um, did you get the you get the vaccine? 
Yeah, yeah. Which, which one did they? Which one they give you? Uh, I got Moderna. That, yeah, that's the one they gave, they gave me. That that thing put me out. Oh, for a whole day, man. I even called my mama. I was like a big old baby. Mom. <laughs> 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 yo, bro, I was dragging. Yo, let me tell you. So I when I when I found out, I thought it was just the vaccine that was making me feel that way. So I went to work and I was feeling terrible. I felt like I got punched in the face. And I worked the whole shift and then I came back home and just crashed on the on the couch. Bro, I ordered the pizza because I just wanted something to eat. I, I ordered Domino's. No, not Domino's, I ordered Pizza Hut, bro. They came to the bro came to the house, dropped the pizza off, and I also got a big like two liter of thing of Pepsi. Grabbed the pizza and the Pepsi. Looked at the pizza, looked at the Pepsi, looked at the pizza again, looked back at the Pepsi. Bro, I ain't touched that pizza once. I cracked that that Pepsi open. I all, all I drank was that Pepsi, and that pizza sat there. I lit, bro. I literally grabbed. I just spent like twenty some dollars on that pizza. Took the pizza and took the whole box and threw it in the garbage and just drank the Pepsi. Oh <laughs> Not what I want. I can't eat this shit right now. <laughs> Yo, but you know what's so crazy was that. So when I lost my sense of smell and and taste. My my brain could only in my stomach they could only go off of memory. So like when it came to like me getting like wanting food, like I mean at the end of the day I kind of just had to say you know just fuck it because I was like you know um, I just ate you know uh, oatmeal and like you know fruits and vegetables and stuff because I would like spend money on like Chinese food and like you know and fast food and stuff and I would you know. I would, my, my, my appetite changed so much because like, I would, I'd be like, you know, I want Chinese food and then, yeah. and then I'll order the Chinese food and then I don't want the Chinese food no more. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah. And then I want something else. So uh, it was like, so what do, you, what do you think that was? Do you think that it was um, like, I know I heard a lot of people having like certain cases of when they smell when I actually smell it or taste it, it tastes like rotten or something. Like, was that, did that happen to you at all or no? No, it was, um, it just, I couldn't taste nothing. Um, I'll- no, I couldn't taste nothing. Um, I couldn't smell nothing. I couldn't, you know, nothing. Like I just, I, and you know, it's funny, like the same thing with the candle. Like I would, um, I would get like a, I get fabuloso. And I like crack open the fabuloso and I jam that thing up my nose because you know it, it's fabuloso. If you don't smell it from, if you don't smell it from here, you ain't see. <laughs> like, yeah, not even that. You ain't smelling it from across the room. You can't smell. No, you, you ain't smelling that. Like it's like because you know it's funny. I realized that I had it when I was at work, and I couldn't. And I, there was some bleach, and I took the bleach, and I was like, because first I was like, yo, I don't, I can't really smell nothing. And I was like, oh, no. So I grabbed the bleach, cracked open the bleach, and I'm, you know, moving. And I'm like, bro, if you have to do this with the bleach, <laughs> you ain't smelling. Yeah, you ain't, yeah, you ain't, you, you ain't smelling nothing. So, um, no, man, I, um, so I, I, like, I actually went back to work, and then I found out that I had it. And then I had to go back, and then I actually had to go on, like, you know, like, uh, on leave. Cause I, cause I legit had it, but bro, I'll tell you what, as a creative person, 
you don't want COVID, man. Like I'll tell that to anybody. You don't want it because it messes you up. It messes up your senses because I didn't realize how much of our senses we use when we're just mm-hmm. going throughout our day. And that's not just for creative people. That's just for people, period. It's like the scent that we use in our senses. And it's like, you know, you can't smell, you can't taste, and you just feel dull, you tired, you know? So like, I think, and also like depression kind of hit me as well when I was in that space as well. Um, I think I just, I like openly told people like I was, I was battling depression, but I also had come back home. So mm-hmm. You know, it was just kind of wild just to go through that. But man, yeah, you you don't yeah you don't want COVID. <laughs> if you listen, to, you don't want it. Uh, I after catching it, bro. Like this thing is, it really is no joke. Like no, I've yo, I was having the worst panic attacks. Wow, and I've really? Never, yeah, man. This and like the brain fog too. Like I feel like I couldn't even think about music at all. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was quarantined here with my, my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She, and um, we were just, you know, sleeping, mm-hmm. watching TV or watching movies or whatever, or videos and then sleeping mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Like we, appetites were gone. And it's just like, this, this shit is no joke. Like, and I, man, it goes so deep too, because like, I didn't know it was a neurological thing as well. Like it attacks your gray matter and your brain and shit. Yeah. And then I looked, I was like, maybe this is why this is happening to me. Cause I'm mm. always on my thinking, but bro, like I kid you not last week, I could not even remember like, like small details. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is so weird. Wow. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's also just a really uninspiring time too. That was the one thing I hated was like, I was not inspired at all. Like I couldn't find no inspiration. And it was also like, I was, it was cause I just felt so dull throughout like the whole thing. I just, I didn't have no energy physically and I had no inspiration, you know, emotionally and just spiritually. It was just like, I just had no inspiration. So it was like, as a creative, I feel like it, it takes a toll on you, you know, a lot more so, you know, more so because it's like, we need we need our senses. Like we need inspiration. We need that, that drive spiritually and emotionally to get us, you know, up and moving, um, you know, so we can, so we can create what we want to create and, and do what we love to do. Yeah. That's very true. I like you. It definitely affects creators way more because man, it's just, I was trying to, you know, get songs out and everything and finish like the promotion that I have for for the project and I couldn't even do that because I couldn't think straight about it. Wow. And, you know, like I had to I had to really like call my mom for like, you know, two hours and just talk to her about it because she was like, you know, this shit happens and you got to always stay focused because the mind is a very powerful thing. The brain mm-hmm. is it's the, mm-hmm. and we don't access to what, like 20% of it? Uh-huh, so yeah. Shit, yeah. Shit that we don't have access to and the stuff that happens like in these cases is something that our bodies can't even fathom. So yeah. when it happens, it's tough. But yeah. um, I'm just glad, you know, you're good. And I'm finally getting out of this shit. Because, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's it's been tough. And anybody that, you know, that's had it or um, is going through it right now, and the creative as well, just keep staying, like, try to keep your brain as 
um, just keep it as busy as possible. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I had to, I had to, I had to go on walks and like I, just, yeah, just just take walk and like you know just to just to get your get your blood moving, get your body moving. Like first day I come out the house because I had been in the house for like days. Come out the house, bro. And I'm sitting on I'm sitting on the on the, like the on the steps of my house, like old oh, man. Like I, I feel like a caveman. I just been out there. I, I just came out the cave, and it's been like you know kids are doing their thing, and the birds are chirping, and mailman's dropping off the mail, and I'm standing outside looking like I I I don't even know what civilization is. Like I've been in the house for like twenty years. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's, it's word. First time I came outside, bro, I felt like stoop kid. <laughs> He's going outside, man. Like the heck, yo! This is so wild. So I'll ask you a little <clears throat> bit of a, a deeper question, but um, you know where where are you at uh, spiritually, creatively? Where where have you been? You just did the uh, you just did the project, which is awesome, by the way. Um, love it, love it. But um, where where have you been? Like, what's life been teaching you lately? Oof, um everything really uh you know we I've, I've always been like a religious guy you know because of the family stuff um but i felt like i lost that you know i lost that religious touch with god and just the truth around like the truth about everything really it's not i'm trying i'm not trying to put like you know uh like i i, I finally like understood who god was and like his his time for me and everything <clears throat> that happened but what was mainly important for the past, like maybe four or five years was me understanding who I am as a, as a man, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, we go through a lot, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. especially as like being vulnerable to the public and stuff. Um, people, people try to take advantage of that. Um, there's a lot of temptation as well. Yeah. That comes shit. And it's hard to, um, not you know be tempted by it and um i've just been really just trying to get to my spirit as close as possible uh, get get as close as possible with my spirit mm-hmm. um, not just in a religious way but just knowing that the our spirit is who we truly are like this is just the flesh that we're bound to mm-hmm. like here's something that we got to really take care of like yeah you know what i mean so I've been, you know, researching a lot about that and just mm-hmm. music, the music, music theory, all that type of stuff, bro. It's just, mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's been a crazy five years for me, yeah. and I'm glad I'm finally at peace. I, I, I just know who I am now. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm ready. I'm ready to like truly portray that to the public and also try to help as many people going through the same shit that I went through.
I was telling, I was actually on the phone with, with a, with a, I guess, new friend of mine. Um, my mom actually connected me to him. And like, we were talking about how, like, you know, we both have a, uh, a passion and just a burden for just, you know, creative people and like, you know, but also understanding, like, it's really important for us as creative people. Um, I mean, for us, you know, if you, if you're, you know, if you're a believer, if you believe in God, you know, um, if you're spiritual in any shape, it, it, it honestly, it goes across the board for everybody, but understanding who you are and being able to sit in attention within yourself and seeing all aspects of yourself and seeing all different sides of yourself and understanding who you are, because especially for us who are creative, that's important for us. That's because that's where our art comes from. That's where our, that's where our inspiration comes from. And it's just important for us to do that. And like being able to go through the ebbs and flows of, excuse me, of, of your life. Like I, I was actually saying that to a friend of mine earlier um, on another episode where it's like, you know, you got to learn how to just balance um, and find that balance within yourself um, and being able to see all different sides of yourself, um, the good, the bad, the ugly, the healthy, the, un- the unhealthy, you know, the contradictions, you know, um, you know, the, all that stuff. So it's like, especially for us too, because we black men, um, you know, mental health and, um, anxiety and depression and trauma, all that stuff. Um, we don't talk about it enough and we don't, um, we also don't have a space to really talk about it for sure. Like a lot of us don't have that space just to just talk about our mental health. Um, so, I mean, I'll ask you, how, how have you been, you know, mentally? Um, I've been, I've been good. Yeah. Been good. You know, we, we, as black men and black people as, and, and definitely start making more spaces for each other to talk about our mental health, not just, you know, uh, like, I just feel like we need to, we really need to come together with that shit because people are really going through stuff, you know, and mm-hmm. taking their lives and they could be helped right before that. And it's just like, I don't know, it's, it's difficult. And um, me personally, I, I, I've been going through that a lot, maybe the past like two years more than ever. And like, man, it's, it's been tough because I got to the point not, that I felt like I wanted to do harm to myself, but mm-hmm. uh, more that I wanted to do harm to myself spiritually. Wow. Uh, lose all my morals. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel that. Not, not going to go into detail with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you already know what that means. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. <clears throat> I had to really talk to a lot of people that were close with me and, um, fam, like, you know, fam, uh, my friends that are here, um, people that I do music with and stuff. And they had to tell me like, yo, it's not worth it. Um, you know, if you're going through this, just try to focus on, um, try to focus on all the good in your life. Yeah. And when you have somebody like truly say that to you, when you are at your bottom, it kind of feels like a, uh, an intervention to your mm-hmm. spirit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just, it was, it was real. Like I was one day just, at my lowest and I felt like, you know, I, I wasn't doing good enough with the music. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing life. Yeah. Um, I was the best person. I was letting people down. And um, I got to a point where I was like, you know what, I want to change it in a different way. Um, but I had to really think. And that was actually the time where God told me, like I actually heard God for the first time. Wow. Um, and, you know, in person, 
as a as an older like you know because there's probably multiple times that he talked like he talked to me I just wasn't listening, but this was the first time I was actually hearing him like mm-hmm. listening, and um, it was ridiculous, bro. I just started tearing. You know, wow. what I mean, I started. Um, I was in this room all by myself actually, and mm-hmm. that was your time. You just got to stay focused and just get this shit done, man. Because mm-hmm. they're gonna uh, the evils of this world are gonna keep trying to get at you. Mm. And it's you. You show me the patience. You show me um, the work that you've been doing, um, the the jobs that you've been doing that you hate, and you've been still patient. And <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, so yeah, yeah. Moment, I was like, okay, euphoria is it's time for euphoria, and that's mm. you know. But now I'm good. I'm good, bro. That's good. That's good. It reminds me of uh, reminds me of when we were back in uh, back in the church. You know, oh. we used to, we also sit we all used to sit together. We weren't paying attention. You know, we were just doing our thing. You know, shooting shit like we always did. You know, you were doing your thing. Dio was doing his thing. You know, um, Jordan, Devin, they were doing theirs. You know, and you know, like I I remember them. I mean, we weren't really paying attention, but let me tell you something. Like that spiritual stuff and God being with you. I mean, it's real, man. And especially all of us, we all had we all had three praying moms. You know, yeah. so it's like, you know, we 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 de- it it don't it doesn't leave us, and no matter where we go, and doesn't matter what we do, and what we choose to decide, you know, what we decide for ourselves, like you know, it 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 sticks with us, and it stays it stays on us, and and you know, his his hands always been on us, man. So I'm glad that you you know you, you're in a better space. I know for a second, you know, you kind of went dark for a second, you know, you went quiet. You know, and then you came back and you were working on music again. So I'm glad that you're back in a better headspace, man. Thank you. Me too, bro. But how how you doing? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. I um, you know, I'm I'm coming to terms with who I am. Um, you know, bringing my bringing all different sides of myself back together. You know, embracing who I am as a person, who I am in this world. I feel like I've been. I mean, you know, you've known me since I was a kid. So it's like, you know, it's, it's you, you, I'm, I'm blessed to have gone through the things that I, I went through by myself and those individual journeys you got to take by yourself and no one's really there to help you, um, yeah. you know, uh, with that. And I remember when we were kids, man, I wanted to be like y'all because y'all were up with the culture. Y'all were doing y'all thing. Y'all had the latest shoes. Y'all had the best clothes. I, 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 I took, I, I did not, I didn't have that, you know, I didn't have that for a second. You know, I wasn't up with culture. I wasn't, you know, and I mean, a lot of the culture that I learned, I learned from y'all. I looked, so I looked up to y'all and, you know, what's so funny though, was that God had me on that journey for a specific reason, because he didn't want me, not necessarily didn't want me to be like the culture. It was just that I don't want you going the same way as everybody else. You got to go a different way. And um, that doesn't mean that you can't be because I'm down with culture now. And it took me a minute. But the the that time that I went, the, the stuff that I went through at a young age helped me to be the man who I am today. So it's now it's like, OK, you know, um, I, I've always been, you know, different. You know, I've always been I've always done my own thing. Um, but I've also been blessed to be around people who are also different. Like you, you're different. You know, diet is different. You know, it's just like I. I appreciate, you know, and I can appreciate our differences and also appreciation, appreciating who I am as a black man, 
you know, yeah. because, you know, black is not, you know, you know, you, you, you have your definition of black diet has his definition of black, you know, everybody has their own definition of black and the culture has their definition of black. White people have their own definition of black, but black is what I, what I decide it is. I define my blackness. I define who I am as a black man and who I am in this world, you know, coming to term, I've come to terms with, you know, just anxiety, you know, just dealing with my own anxiety and my own anxiety disorder comes from the trauma of what I, you know, when I grew up. So, you know, it's important for me, um, not only just to honor and respect, you know, the things that I've been through, but other, other people have been through because this stuff is real, man. Like it's, it's the way that it affects us and the things that we've gone through. And if we don't deal with that, man, like it, it comes out, we, I mean, we see, we've seen it in our parents, like you've seen it in your parents. I've seen it in my parents where it's like, no, no offense to them. They, they did the absolute best that they could and they did a phenomenal job, but you know, they also didn't have that space to, to, to heal from the things that they've been through, you oh, know? Yeah. So I've been, I've been, um, I've been blessed because I've done the work on myself in the last couple of years and the growth that has taken place since I've, you know, since I've come home, you know, I'm so glad. I feel like this is kind of like a homecoming for me, um, just being able to do this. And I did this before, you know, with the or, the original podcast, but now to be to be here and I feel like things are moving in a really good direction. Um, yeah. But now I, I appreciate you, man. But last question before I let you I'll let you go and let you get out of here. Um, yeah. What's um what's 2022 looking like for you? You know, what's your um what's your vision? What's your plan? You know, is there more music coming out? Any visuals? What you what you working on? Mm, mm. Well, to touch back on what you just said, bro, that I, that's the first time I've ever even heard that. Like we have our own opinions on what black truly means to us. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's, that's amazing to hear. And that, that put in perspective on who I feel like I am as a black man too. So thank you for that. No, nah, man, you got to free, you got to free yourself. You know, you got to free yourself of those stigmas, you know, like I know, like that was one thing I learned where it's like, I don't have to be what everybody tells me I got to be. And I know that's, that's easier said than done, but when it's like, it's the it's the stuff that you tell yourself in your head and it's the things that you you gotta you gotta pay attention to them voices in your head sometimes because a lot of those voices don't sound like you. A lot of them sound like your your your, your mother, your father, your your friends, your your third grade teacher, your your ex-girlfriend, whatever it is. So it's like you gotta, you gotta, I guess, you know, I had to I had to get away for three months and and I and I'm so glad that I did because I heard the sound of my own voice again. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I, I now I can hear what I can hear what I sound like. I don't have nobody telling me stuff, nobody prophesying over me, nobody giving me no advice, nobody trying to tell me what how I'm supposed to live and how I'm supposed to explain stuff to them and make things about me make sense. Like, bro, my life has never made sense. Like it's never made sense. And I'm not trying to make it make sense to anybody because at the end of the day, it's my journey. This is this is the journey that God's got me on. But but now I got you. I just I, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> amazing I, I, one question before i answer your question though. go ahead man go ahead so um how because i'm always trying to learn man you know trying to be closer to myself so mm-hmm. uh, how how would you try to um how how would you like uh i'm trying to get the right words out you good how would you t- um someone that 
you feel that is there for your vision, you don't have to explain that. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how would you categorize that? Like, do you think that is like true understanding or true love or something like a person that would, that is there for you and knows themselves, but also knows that, okay, he doesn't have to explain himself to me. I already understand that he is who he is and his journey is his, his journey and his life mm-hmm. is his. So what, how would you categorize that? And what, what would you, what would you tell someone like myself or someone else on the things to look out for people that aren't for you? Yeah. Um, I know that was a little difficult. I try to articulate. No, 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 you good. You good. I'll, I'll answer it the best way I can. Cause I'm still learning. I'm learning that right now, man. Um, I would honestly, um, I have, I've spent so many years trying to get people on my visions or my ideas or whatever. I feel like, you know, God's given me or any idea I want to, you know, go into, you know, whether it be this podcast or whether it be something else that I've always wanted to do. And I've had to learn, I've had to like, through like disappointment and through just trial and error, I've, I've had to respect that, you know, everybody has their own journey. Um, everybody has their own, like, and you got to learn how to let people go. And I know like, there's like a negative, like, you know, and there's also like, kind of like a, what's the word? Like a, a trendy rally behind kind of, you know, rah, rah, you know, yeah. Let people go. But it's like, no, 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 that's not, it's yeah. I mean, look, it's to your discretion to what you, how you feel like you need to let people go. For me, I don't, I don't give up on people. Um, I've never given up on people and I never will. Um, it doesn't matter, you know, what happens throughout, excuse me, the course of, you know, our relationship. If you fam, you fam. If you're, if you're, if I call you family, I call you family. That, that, that means it, it don't matter if you're an ex, it don't matter if you are somebody that I'm dating. It don't matter if you are, uh, fa- you know, blood family. It don't matter if, you know, you, you know, you, I, you know, we fam, we've always been fam. Um, but your journey in life is your journey in life. My journey in life is my journey in life. And I remember even as a creative, I've had to, um, have conversations with myself, conversations with, with our fam, you know, and it was like, you know, um, I didn't realize like how much, how insecure I was, you know? And also it was like, you know, you, you're, you're not, first of all, you're not honoring yourself. And second of all, you're not honoring that person. Um, you know, it's, I feel like, you know, it, you just gotta let, you gotta leave, like leave people be, you know, mm-hmm. in a, in a sense of, in a, in a respectful sense, like, you know, we, Will Smith said it, he was like, you know, you are following your dreams is lonely. Um, following mm-hmm. your vision and following your purpose is lonely. I mean, people are going to come and go and, you know, everybody has to respect each other's journeys um, and respect each other's paths. Um, I feel like, you know, the whole thing of like, you know, oh, they're against me. They're, they're not for me. They're not this. And it's like, you know, and my question would be to anyone. Okay. Well, what are you going to do about that? Mm. What can't, what can you do about that? You know, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't do nothing with that. That's, that's, that's wasted space. That's, that's just, that's dead energy. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, 
you you're going i mean look even my own parents you know respectfully i love my parents but you know they may not always see what i'm doing my own my own siblings may not see what i'm doing um and i remember my mom told me something when i was getting ready to move to california um by myself you know clear across the country by myself and i remember she said something to me i'll never forget she was like you know she said i'm thinking about you know just you spending time because i was really seeking god with that whole thing because i'm like you know i'm like are you sure <laughs> you know like is this what i'm supposed to be doing but i remember she gave me she gave me something i'll never forget she said um actually her and my uncle um but she said to me she was like you know we can't we we as your family we can't see what god has shown you yeah um and you and i'm she said i'm trusting and believing in him that he's showing you the way to go and um that this is something that he wants you to do and um I'll never forget that because she just said, you know, we can't see what you see. Um, and I, and I was like, wow, like that, but that, but that was her. And for me, that gave me the respect and the honor that I needed that she respected who I was enough to, to be like, okay, regardless of if I agree with it or I'm for it, I'm still going to let him be and be who he is and do what he's, what he feels like in his heart he needs to do. And I remember my uncle told me something when I was over there. He gave me, he called me and he said, you know, and we hadn't talked in a minute. And he said, you know, probably about, actually probably about the same time that me, you know, that me and you hadn't really seen each other physically. But he said to me, he was like, you know, he said, you know, nephew, I'm so proud of you. And I'm just, he said, I'm proud that you are, you know, you are becoming the man that, that God's called you to be and you're doing it your way. Mm-hmm. And that was huge for me because it was like, I felt like people couldn't, didn't see me. And I felt like people didn't like understand. And it's like, but it's not their job to understand. Mm-hmm. It's not their job. And, and, and also that's not confidence. Like for me and for you to do what we're called to do, we don't need people's opinions of us. And we don't need people's affirmation and validation because I remember I I was talking to a friend of mine one time and I was telling him about something I was trying to do. And he said, he said, bro, you don't need my approval. Mm. You don't don't need my approval. Mm. You know, whatever it is, you know, whether if you want to do get into a business, whether if you want to marry this person, whether you want to, whatever it is, it's like, and that's my thing now is like, I'm, I'm, I'm being more, I'm trusting and I'm being, and I'm appreciating the people in my life that when I tell them things or when I share things with them, they don't question me. Yeah. Not because they don't challenge me or they don't want to hold me accountable, but it's like, they know me enough and they trust me enough and they see what's on my life enough to be like, no, I don't have to worry about Jason. Mm -hmm. I I, I don't got to worry about him because at the end of the day, I know that he's got his head on this. He's got his head screwed on tight. He's going to make some mistakes and he's going to make some decisions that even I don't agree with. But at the end of the day, it's not about them. It's about you. And it's about what you got to do for you. Um, You know, so I feel like I'm having to learn that. And that took a minute um, also with a lot of with a lot of disappointment, but a lot of disappointment that came really from my hand versus other people's hand. Um, Mm -hmm. 
because you can't, you can't take, honestly, you can't take anybody with you. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't take anybody with you. Even your wife, your kids, you can't, you can't take them with you. Like, I mean, they, they will go, they'll go with you obviously. Cause you know, we are a family, but at the end of the day, you also have to respect that we are like you said earlier, we are all spiritual beings going on the spiritual journey by ourselves because at the end of the day, when we die, we, we all, you know, whether, whatever, whatever afterlife you believe in, or if you believe in the afterlife, like that's it. Like, yeah. you know, we, we go, we, we go, th- we, we, you know, we, for us, we go up to heaven. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. Like we, it's not me and my family. It's not me and my, and my entourage. It's not me and my collaborators. It's not me and my, and my band. It's not me and my DJ or my producer or my engineer. It's me. It's just me. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, and you, and this, this creative thing, this visionary thing that we doing, you really gotta like, you gotta have the utmost amount of faith, man. Like, yeah. Especially for us, because we've, because, you know, we were raised on the Bible and we were, we've told, we've been told all those stories in the Bible, like, bro, those, they were visionaries, man. They, they were, God gave them a vision and they ran after that vision. And for a lot of them, it took 50 years. It took 60 years. It took 20 years. It took 18 years. It took, but you got to walk this thing out by yourself, you know? So and people will come around you and they'll see the call and the call in your life and the gift on your life. And, um, they oh, won't yeah. question it, man. So I hope that answered your question. No, it truly did, man. That was, that was actually more than what I was asking. And I needed to hear it. I got you. That's, that's, that's so, that's so true. Damn. You good. You good. You yeah. got it. I kind of messed up my head a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so much behind every word that you were saying and it's like sometimes when you feel like you you know who you are and then someone like truly tells them like tells you like they know who they are it kind of teaches you certain things like okay i gotta practice that as well you know what i mean yeah you um you like you said like it's when you know who you are also like that's the other thing too is like when you know who you are you're not threatened by anybody else um, cause you, cause you have a solid understanding of who you are and you can respect who they are and who you are and y'all can coexist in the same space and not feel a sense of jealousy or greed or envy or insecurity or control or manipulation. Because if you got to manipulate and control people to keep them in your space, then you don't, they, that's, that's not, that's not right. You know, like you just got to be able to live with an open hand and with an open heart and, you know, I, and here's my thing too. I'll say this is about is that I had to learn that the people in my life, you know, I I pour into them spiritually, you know, emotionally. I give my love, I give my heart, I give my 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 encouragement, whatever it is, like we doing right now. And it's like the people that truly belong to you, you plant those seeds in them spiritually. You just plant them seeds, and if like, I mean, I mean, look, Bible says like, you know, that, that seed, it won't fall on, it won't fall on bad soil. Like, you know, it will, it will come back. Like it will, it always, it has to come back because it's something that God gave you and that's you using your gift and you operating in your purpose. So it's like, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm less worried and concerned about who stays and who goes in my life. Because if I know what I put in you, and what you put into me, that shit ain't going nowhere. 
like yeah. it's it's there to stay because um, we all we just all one big family so you know it's you know you really gotta I feel like that's the thing too it's just like when you just are being okay with just like all right I'm just knocking off everything that I'm I'm all these crutches that I'm carrying because I I feel like I can't stand on my own two feet emotionally and spiritually and it's like when you be when I feel like when you get to that place you're able to create freely and just be who you are freely and that's it man just be free of that man that's very true that's that's like the goal is just to be free like truly free spiritually free man that's what I'm reaching to that's what I'm trying to reach to bro <laughs> you got it man as soon as you know it's just it's it, it literally is just that just just embrace that tension of being where you are and just being who you are and um being honest and authentic with yourself you know even if it's like you know what bro like i'm i'm full of shit or you know bro like i'm just contradicting you know i you know i'm i'm bullshitting or whatever it is that you just dealing with it's just like don't be afraid of that man it's just like you know it's just being honest with yourself like i was telling i on the phone with somebody else like i'm glad actually i talked to them because i'm giving this to you as well it's like you know if if <clears throat> when you sit with yourself enough or when you just look at yourself enough um, and you look at all the aspects of yourself, even the things that you don't want to look at, you know, nobody can, nobody can hold that against you. You know, mm-hmm. nobody can, uh, nobody can hold that against you because at the end of the day, if I know I got a problem or if I know I got a struggle and I, and I, and I, and I, and I bring that to light, it, you, it has no, it no longer has, it has power over me. Because at the end of the day, it's like, what you going to do with the thing that I, with that I exposed about myself, you know, (laughs) you know, it's like, like artists are the greatest, you know, we, we, we are, we are really good at telling on ourselves, you Mm -hmm. know, and in that we, we have, we, we are extremely powerful because, and we're, and we're respected because at the end of the day, people love authentic, authenticity Mm -hmm. and people love people like, you know, who are, who are unapologetically themselves and good, bad, and ugly, take it, take it how you want it. At the end of the day, you ain't got no power over me. Cause at the end of the day, I, I take the, I take what I deal with and I, and I, and I give it back to you. What you going to do with that? You know? That's very true. Yeah. That's probably the biggest thing I've actually learned about myself too, is just not giving people power over me. Yeah. Because I, already, I come to terms and embrace everything that's wrong with me, you know? Mm-hmm. And what's right. So I just I always put it out to the open before anybody even knows how I'm going through it. So and yeah. I, I I don't mind being vulnerable anymore. Like, you know what I mean? That's another thing. You got to embracing the vulnerability about who you truly are. And gotcha. You got to. And when you do that, when you do that, man, it, it's just gonna explode, man. I feel it. It's just gonna explode. When you get in that pocket, man, when you when you get in that space where it's like, you know what, Brian, I don't care. You know, I'm just, whatever it is that you, whatever space you got to get yourself in. I feel like when you get, like there, when man, you get there, man, it's, it's, it's just going to go crazy. Yeah, you're unstoppable. Yeah, you're unstoppable.